Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. It's to come up on our left-hand side and then rapidly veer to the north. Being uh, so bright light and then it's just disappeared at a very high speed. I'm still just wondering. You didn't think it was a likely collision course. You're just wondering what that could have been. Meteor or another object making some kind of re-entry. Appeared to be multiple objects following the same sort of trajectory. Uh, very bright from where we were. Uh, the Virgin 76 uh, also saw that in our uh, 11 o'clock position. Uh, two bright lights. Roger, that's coffee, thank you. Glad it wasn't just me. Hello, and welcome to episode four of Real Life Ghost Stories. I'm Emma. And I'm Dan. And we're talking about stuff today. Yes, we are talking about stuff today. Before we start talking about stuff, though, we need to do some thank yous. First of all, to the Brohio podcast. Yeah, thank you very much, guys. I really appreciate you playing the uh, promo. Oh, we absolutely adore them, genuinely, in real life. I adore them so much that I'm actually a Patreon. So I donate money to their podcast every month. Oh, I know, isn't that really sweet? And I, I have did considered that. it, to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah, but you're poor. So. I am very poor. <laughs> you, I did that before they shouted us out. It wasn't as a result of that. So if you like the Brohio podcast, or if you like a podcast and they have a Patreon, go and donate to their Patreon. It makes such a difference to their lives. And Brohio definitely deserve it. Because they're just two working dads who are having a bit of crack not the drugs for any American and Canadian listeners. It's Irish Irish slang for having fun. And they're just lovely and they've been so nice to us. So go and listen to them and donate to their Patreon if you have the money to do so. It's really cheap. It's like £3 a month. That's nothing. It's nothing. It's a cup of coffee in one of those coffee chains that you can buy a cup of coffee from. We're not going to mention their names because we're really (laughs) famous and we might get in trouble. (laughs) Our other thank you for this week is... To all the people who've come and reviewed us on iTunes. And just downloaded us as well. We're nearly Ooh, at 500 lovely. downloads. And I'm so excited. I just I was going to do the whoop whoop noise that I did last week, but it was really painful in the ears, so I'm not going to do that yeah, again. Yeah, don't do that no. again. So we've got two iTunes reviews that I wanted to read out to you today. Our first one is titled Terrifying Yet Fascinating. And I'd imagine was typed in that voice. <laughs> this podcast is terrific. The chemistry between the hosts is so engaging and the stories they told scare the wits out of me. Uh, So that's from Lord McKeating. I feel like that might be lovely Paddy who's left that review. And our second review is entitled A Welcome Dose of Creepy Banter. The podcast feels like a proper campfire session. Dan and Emma have great chemistry together and feel like your best mates 10 minutes into the first episode. Can't wait for more. I don't know why I did that voice. Uh, That podcast (laughs) (laughs) podcast voice is amazing. It's like campfire stories with Chuck Norris or something. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I won't do that voice ever again. No, keep doing it. No, she, the whole podcast should be enough. No, don't. 
No, I really am not going to. So if you're listening and you enjoy listening to us, please go and leave us a review. It makes a massive difference to us and it makes us really happy. And I'm really competitive and I don't know who I'm competing with. If you're watching my Snapchat stories last night, you'd see that. I just, I'm desperate to like get loads of downloads and reviews and stuff because I'm really competitive with myself apparently because I have nobody to compete with on this one. I just told everybody that you're desperate now so nobody's going to do it. Fucking (laughs) desperate. Our review this week Again, if you were following my Instagram live last night, you'll know that I'm not very interested in this one. We watched a film last night. We did indeed. Called Extinction. Yep. And it was released, I think it was in January 2018, so only this year. Yeah, and it's a um, Netflix It's a Netflix film. One. It's got 40% on Rotten Tomatoes. Someday we'll review something that's good. It stars... Is it Michael Pena? I can't, it's got that one of those weird Spanish ends. Yeah, who's the guy who plays one of Ant-Man's crew, the main guy. So if you've ever seen Ant-Man, there's quite a lot of, there's a little Marvel link all the way through this. But I he's think in he's Ant-Man. in Narcos as well, you know. Yeah, quite possibly, but I being a Marvel geek, that's my reference point. Uh, and Lizzie Kaplan is in it as well. And Lizzie Kaplan plays Janice in, in Mean Girls. That's where I know her from. So I was like, woo, it's Mean also Girls. my brother's favourite film of all yeah. time. I, uh, just while you're doing a star in it also stars Luke Cage I can't remember the actor's name but he's in it not as Luke Cage as someone else but he's in that film as well so that's the oh and that kid film. from To All The Guys I've Loved Before or All The Guys I've Ever Loved or whatever that film is called that all the teenagers went mental for and I thought was shite he was in it as well he was the um, he was Miles the good soldier yeah so loads of people you'll know but that doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be a very good watch I spent it I watched it genuinely for about 10 minutes and then my ADHD kicked in and I just was on Instagram Live and Snapchat and rolling about and not really paying attention. So what did you think of it? Well, I like most films. There's very few films that I don't like. I like the escapism of it. And I actually didn't mind this. I could see what they were trying to do. It's got a clever little twist into it, which, you know, I'm almost tempted to spoil because I don't know whether any of you actually watch it. It's not that good. But just in case you do, I'm not going to. Your basic premise is that you think that the Earth is getting invaded. That's that's what happens. Yeah, and actually I thought it was a really clever idea, just very badly executed. Yeah, that's exactly what it was, clever yeah. idea. And then at one point I just got really confused, like it dragged really weirdly in some places and then in other places it was just all action, action, action and I don't know what was going on. I think the story could have been clearer. What was real and what was a flashback and what was a memory could have been a lot clearer because I didn't have a clue what was going on. For yeah, ages. I think if you actually paid attention to it, um, you could follow it. Oh, whatever. A, a little bit, but um, no, it, yeah, it's a, it's a little bit messy. It's it's a good. It's, the story is a good idea. It leaves a lot to be desired. I enjoyed it, but it, I wouldn't rave about it. I'm not raving about it. Yeah, I'd give it three Wimbledon stars out of five. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, good. I'd go with that. I'd because it was okay. Like, it wasn't horrendous. And I, I do think the, the premise of it was very good. It just was badly executed. And it's an interesting idea. Yeah, I like the idea of it in someone else's hands. Might have been amazing, yeah. actually. But it just, just didn't really live up to it. No, it didn't really live up to expectations. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. 
Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. You've probably guessed what our episode is going to be about today based on the audio that we played in the beginning. Last week in Ireland, a UFO that was spotted over the coast of Ireland and it was massively covered on lots of the kind of main news stations, even in England, which is how obviously I got to hear about it. I'm going to read an article for you and I want you to give your opinion on the article. And then as always, I've got a story. Yeah, story time. Story time. I'm getting a cold as well. So I've got my, I've got like my sexy Phoebe voice on. Yeah, deep sexy Irish. Deep sexy Irish voice. So this comes from The Independent. UFOs have been spotted over the coast of Ireland. Two pilots separately spotted bizarre and unexplained flashing lights travelling unnaturally quickly near Shannon Airport. That's the west of Ireland. They told local air traffic control. But authorities have no explanation for the strange phenomenon, making clear there were no military tests or other expected flights that would explain the behaviour. On one morning last week, a British Airways pilot spotted bright lights moving past her plane as it flew over the west coast. It was moving so fast, she said, according to recordings of the conversation. It came up on our left-hand side and then rapidly veered to the north. It was a very bright light that disappeared at very high speed. Then, shortly after, the pilot of a Virgin plane flying from the US to the UK saw something similarly mysterious as it flew over the same area. The pilot described a similar sight, saying it looked like a meteor, but was made up of multiple flashes that were incredibly bright. The lights were flying at an astronomical speed, said one of the pilots, who said it appeared to be flying around twice the speed of sound. That is mental. That's very, very fast. The Irish Aviation Authority said that it was investigating the strange phenomenon, but it was doing so confidentially. Following reports, I'm getting really like anxious about this because I hate aliens so much. Following reports from a small number of aircraft on Friday the 9th of November of unusual air activity, the IAA has filed a report, the IAA said in a statement. This report will be investigated under the normal confidential occurrence investigation process. A spokesperson did suggest to the Irish Irish Times that the lights were unlikely to be from alien beings. Why do you need to say that? Why did you say it wasn't Just aliens? to reassure everybody so that there's not panics on the streets of Shannon. Have you been to Shannon? No. <laughs> it's in the west of Ireland. It's like pretty much in the middle of nowhere. Panic in the fields of Shannon. <laughs> Shannon Airport said it would not comment on the phenomenon while the investigation was ongoing. The sightings come as experts around the world who have held some of the highest offices of state suggest that governments need to do more to track down explanations for UFO sightings. Earlier this year, for instance, a former Pentagon insider who served as Deputy Assistant Secretary of Defence for Intelligence in the Bill Clinton and George W. Bush administrations said that the US government was choosing to ignore UFO sightings. Prior to that, the head of a secretive US government programme said that the existence of advanced UFOs was beyond reasonable doubt and that countries needed to be more conscious of the potential threat. Shut the front door. I read an article on the BBC because it popped up on my newsfeed um, and they took a very different approach to it in that and that they were very obviously going, oh, it's a meteor and it broke up in our atmosphere and separated into certain different parts and that's why you saw a bright light and it was all travelling in the same time in the same direction. Don't worry, stay in your farmhouses, get why out of the Why do the fields. BBC talk like that? Some of the BBC speak. Oh, okay. Um, but that was basically the basic gist of that. I think it 
possibly could have been something more sin- sinister. Could have been aliens. The thing um, that- it's the corroboration of the different pilots all seeing it at the same time. I think there was actually three different pilots on the recording. So the recording that I used came from came from the Times, and what really it wasn't from your private collection of aircraft wasn't recordings. Wasn't from my um, private collection of UFO sighting evidence. What really freaked me out was the the guy at the end who says. Well, I'm glad to hear it because he genuinely sounds really relieved that somebody else has seen it. And I imagine that if you're a pilot and if you're doing night flights, you must see things like shooting stars and meteors all the time. Yeah, definitely. So why was he freaked out about it? This, that's, that, is a good, that is a good point. Because the rest of it, the rest of that recording is very clinical in that they're just reporting what they saw. And then he's at the end going, well, I'm glad to hear it. <gasps> Kills me. I hate aliens so much. I can't cope with it. I can't cope with the idea of them. I'm like, you know what? If they exist, fine. Just stay on your own fucking planet. Don't come near ours. I sound like I sound like Trump right now. I'm like, let's build a wall around Earth. Keep them away. I don't need to fucking know. Or a big you, glass dome like the Simpsons. Or a big glass dome like the Simpsons. Yeah, that's fine if you exist. That's all well and good. But you just keep your anal probe to yourself. Right? I don't need to see you. I don't need to see you. I don't need to see a UFO. I've never seen one. I have no interest in seeing one. Thank you. Stay away from Earth. See, now I have lots of thoughts about aliens. Lots of things to say about aliens. What, well, what do you think? Do you believe in aliens? I do, because I think it's very arrogant to think that out of all the millions and millions and millions of stars and galaxies, don't quote me on that, I'm not a scientist, but I know there's oh a lot. Oh my God, are you not? No, um, there's a lot. <laughs> out of all of that, to think that we are the only ones that can sustain life is a little bit arrogant, I think. There must be other things out there, if you think about it in terms of probability. The chances are that there's definitely something out there. If they exist, fine. I'm not going to dispute the fact that they exist. I'm just going to dispute them coming to Earth and coming into my bedroom and trying to probe me. I don't need that in my life. (laughs) I also think that we might be quite narrow-minded in what... Because we always say, oh, you've got to have certain elements in the the planet to be able to support life. But that's just for our... How we have life on this country... In this country, (laughs) on this planet... (laughs) And actually, we don't know everything about science. So actually, there might be other species that don't need the same things that we do to survive. And so that sort of increases the chances as well. There are creatures, fish that live in the deep sea who like glow in the dark and stuff. Yeah. Like mad stuff. And there's creatures that can live in amazingly hot temperatures and amazingly cold temperatures, which we as humans can't do. So it is arrogant to assume that A, we're the only people... We're the only people. We're the only species that exist in the universe. And B, if another species exists, they'd have to be like us. Of course they don't have to be like us. And I also, like, you know, if they're big-headed freaks, don't need to know about it. Don't need to see them. Stay away from Earth. I also think that the chances are increasing the longer life has existed on this planet that sometime they are going to pay us a visit. I also think that it probably will be a threatening visit rather than a peaceful visit because if you think about how humans have acted towards each other for the thousands of years they've been on the earth, there's no reason to suggest that we are a peaceful society if you're looking at it from outside. Oh, if you're looking at it objectively, you'd be like, what the fuck is this? I read a tweet the other day that said, Earth is the planet that aliens pass and lock their doors. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's quite possibly the truth, so they may never come. <laughs> Which I thought was very interesting and probably very true. As always, when I'm doing research for these episodes, I went in search of a real life story. Can I just ask a quick question? Yeah. You know that guy that they said that was ex-military that came out and said all oh, like, 
in yeah. the thing. Is that the guy that Tom DeLonge from Blink-192 is working with? What? Oh, I don't know. It might be. I'll, link to the, I'll okay. put a link to the story on Twitter and on our Facebook group and on Instagram and stuff so people can read it if they want to. Tom DeLonge is like massively in debt though, isn't he, from doing all his UFO research? Yeah, 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 massively. But he's also, watch if you can, watch the uh, Joe Rogan interview with him. Tom DeLonge, if you don't know, is from Blink-182 and he is obsessed with aliens and founded like an alien research yeah with some guy that's come out of the government that he's actually was actually high up in the military at some point so that's potentially where all his money's gone paying for that guy but uh yeah it's interesting it's called to the stars academy if you want to google it and have a look at to be fair if tom DeLong was going to give me a load of money i'd be like yes aliens are real i worked for the government i can prove it but if you watch the watch the interview with him with joe rogan He's at that point where you get through that interview and you're like, he is either clinically insane and should be locked up or he knows something. And I got to the end of it thinking, I don't think he's as crazy as he comes across because it was just too, there was just too much to it. Do you really think so? Yeah, absolutely. (gasps) So in my search for a story, a story actually ended up presenting itself to me. It's like the universe went, oh, you want a story, Emma? I'll give you a story. On a Facebook group, a woman posted this story. So... Somebody had posted the news story about the pilot seeing the lights over Shannon. Had asked the question, has anybody ever had a UFO experience? And there was loads of people that commented, loads and loads. Again, I was like, oh my God. And this one story scared the big Jesus out of me. Big Jeebus. out of me. Just, I don't know what it was. Well, I'll read it to you in a second and you can make up your own mind. But it frankly terrified me. And I contacted the woman and I asked her if I could use it for the podcast and she said yeah as long as we did it anonymously yeah I it just it just absolutely I actually it genuinely made me feel a little bit sick are you ready I am I'm braced you can't see me but I'm braced aliens don't really phase me as much as they do I'm more Uh, scared of the hauntings and stuff we'll talk about that at the end of this story I was putting my daughter to sleep one night and the entire room lit up through the blackout curtains like someone was shining car headlights directly into the room We lived in a house in the countryside back then, so it was rare to have a car even drive past the house. The light started to fade slowly, so I opened the curtains, and there was this house-shaped thing hovering across the road. It was huge. I mean fucking huge. The biggest thing I've ever seen, and it had bright lights in every corner. I ran downstairs to get someone else to look at it, but the lights were continuing to fade. By the time I got the family to look out, the lights had all but disappeared, but they had burned perfect circles in the clouds where the lights were, so you could still see the shape of it. It's the only time in my life I've been literally speechless. That's only the beginning, oh, but I okay. want to get your reaction so far. Okay, um, yeah, that's quite freaky. I know it's not; it's never the case, but I always have that. Uh, there's a really bad Christmas movie with Danny DeVito where they like try to, it's got, I think it's called Dead the Halls or something, where they try to out shine the lights of each other and uh, every time someone talks about really bright lights going through their curtains I'm always just like secretly hoping they look out the window and it's their next and it's Danny Christmas DeVito. lights <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it's Danny DeVito with just loads of Christmas lights Danny yeah. DeVito himself wrapped in Christmas lights <laughs> outside I mean, your window <laughs> um, it's got all the sort of features of a classic sort of alien encounter in the bright lights an object hovering and then actually it's really quite common when these experiences happen on cloudy nights to then leave 
holes in the clouds like that woman describes that's quite a common sort of sighting thing i didn't know that because i avoid anything to do with ufos like the plague can't cope with it freaks me out can't manage it so you ready for the second part of the story? yeah just one thing as well i find it interesting that she describes it as a house-shaped object yes that's a very unusual because it's normally like saucer or like, or like a triangle or triangle or something like that but house-shaped is quite descriptive something else really freaked me out afterwards oh i can't even talk about this without getting the heebie-jeebies was it like blue slug slime on the grass going no. up to a house oh, no but that is a goosebumps book <laughs> yeah. my daughter who was two at the time was obsessed with the scooby-doo movie she watched it every night without fail for months i put it on the next night and she freaked the fuck out like hysterically crying when a part on it came up that showed two aliens she screeched and clawed her way up onto me and said that they were in her bedroom. I explained to her about nightmares and that's what it was, but my God, it gave me the shivers. In the 10 years since, she's never had a nightmare like it, but she still will not watch anything with aliens. Ooh, that, 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 I can't. that gave me the, uh, the old hairs. But I think it's, it's always children's reaction as well, isn't it? When they're that, that young and it's just like... You know, if it was a 14-year-old boy going, oh, yeah, I saw them in my room last night, there's all, there's that cognitive ability to be able to sort of make that up. Yeah. To make links. Whereas when you're, like, that young and it's a film you've seen loads of times, it's like, that's that's what makes it quite creepy. The first part of the story, I was like, okay, that is a little bit freaky and I would be freaked out. But it's that second part that mm. absolutely slayed me. And what was really interesting was on that thread, lots of people spoke about being children and having their room regularly light up with a really bright light and then having nightmares about aliens being in their bedrooms. Jesus Christ. Can't cope. Terrifies me. Just no. The fact that there are aliens, I'm going to say it as a fact. Aliens. Aliens. <laughs> uh, the fact that there are aliens would suggest that they have probably, if they've known about us for a while, they've probably been looking for a while. So that kind of makes sense, doesn't it? I guess you've got to check things out. I'm not, I don't think this anal probe thing is actually a real thing. Like, I just think that's just some, like, just some way of describing it. Cause I can't see what you can, like, obviously we don't know about technology and stuff, but I can't see what you can get, learn about a human by shoving something up their butt. Like, doctors, like, our doctors that have obviously got a lower, have potentially got a lower level of technology, don't use that very often as a way of looking at things do they so i can't actually see the logic of that now i saw we saw i saw a clip of a film um recently <laughs> not of going up <laughs> not of not of an anal probe um a clip of a film recently about aliens where they went in through the eyeball and up the nose and that now that makes more logical sense to me because that's where the brain is well don't they have all of those cases in of you know cattle mutilation where they've gone in through the eyeball yeah, and just sucked everything and out. And sucked everything out to the eyeball. Yeah, it's interesting that they take... Right, well, this is just... Why cows? This... What, what, do you, what do you possibly have to gain from sucking out a cow's brain and looking at its eyeball? Well, maybe. They look at our beef consumption and just go, right. Why but... are they sucking out a cow's brain then? Because they've why got to look at everything. There's like, what can we learn from this species about why they eat so much beef? There must be a reason behind it. Let's have a look at... No, I don't really know. I'm just... They're just chatting shit now. Um, but it does remind me of a story by in, in that book that I've just finished called Terror in the Woods by... Steph Young, who I would recommend reading. I'm not going to tell the whole story because I don't want to like ruin it, it. But there's a story in there where it's talking about this uh, this guy who is in his room has a light shining through his blackout curtains again, really strong light. Is drawn to the window and then hears himself saying, "Oh, I'm going to go outside. Let's go outside." Trying to encourage his brother to go outside, but inside his head, 
that's not what I want to do. That's not me speaking. And that freaked me out as well. I was like, oh my word, what kind of abilities do they have? But yeah, it's an interesting topic, isn't it? Like, because we don't know. We're actually really insignificant if you think about it. Of course we are really significant in the grand scheme of things. So we have a friend called Id who sat me down one night and we were talking about aliens. He made a really good point. So he said, if aliens exist and they've been studying us for a really long time, obviously they're going to be really selective about who they choose to abduct or show themselves to or do experiments on. Absolutely. So who would you likely choose? Somebody that nobody would ever believe, which is people on the fringes of society. People who are literally... I mean, not in the middle of a town on the fringes of society and figuratively on the fringes of society. People who are a little bit mental. It's like that guy in Independence Day. Absolutely. You know, where they're like, oh, he's a drunk. Nobody believed him. And he's like, I told you. Great film, by the way. Documentary. Documentary. Fantastic (laughs) film. I I think actually that's a really good point. And I don't necessarily, I I also don't believe that aliens are anally probing people. The sightings of aliens have occurred for hundreds of years. This isn't a new thing sightings of aliens it's occurred for hundreds of years so somewhere in our psyche we obviously we obviously believe that something else is out there and that really frightens me and then somebody one day told me that i was somebody who was likely to get abducted by aliens <laughs> like I nobody just, would believe you it's because nobody would believe me because i <laughs> talk shit all the time no one would ever believe me and now that really frightens me and i had a weird dream about aliens one time as well do you remember that yeah i do is that something you really want to share with people? No, I don't want to share that with people, but I had a weird... Read into that what you will, but I had a weird alien dream one time. So, I've actually seen a UFO. Have you? Have you told me this? Yeah, I have told you. I'm not saying it's aliens. I'm just saying it's an un- unidentified, or in my case, unexplained flying object. But Go I have on, tell me about it. So, we were driving somewhere in Kent, which I can't actually remember exactly where it is. Although, I'm pretty sure I drive that stretch of road every day. But um, it was the middle of the night and i was looking out the the window um so was the driver at the time having a conversation and two green lights flew vertically up from the tree line to about midway through midway into the sky and then took a very sharp left turn and just disappeared out of sight did the driver see them yep so we both saw them at the same time the driver was very dismissive refused to talk about it i posted i'd seen it on facebook and got ridiculed (laughs) That was when I was still on Facebook. But I wasn't saying... Did. Of course you did. But I wasn't saying that I was, I'd was. i definitely seen aliens. I just saw an unidentified flying object. I know that planes don't fly like that. Not the planes that I know of. But that doesn't mean that the government doesn't have planes that yeah. fly like that. It's just I've never seen them before. So for me, I can't explain it. Oh, see, I'd have to be institutionalised, I think, if I saw that. I just wouldn't be able to cope with it. I cannot... I don't know what it is. I don't know what I'm afraid of. Like, because you were saying that you're... Aliens don't bother you. You're more afraid of like hauntings and stuff. I couldn't give a shit about hauntings. I was I saw a post on Facebook the other day about um this person was like, oh, I can't live in my house anymore because stuff's going missing and blah 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 blah. I lost my bank card for a week. <laughs> yep. I didn't. I didn't immediately assume it was a ghost, and I found it eventually down the side of the cushion. Yeah, but I and would that just. Fine. I would just like to put it on record that you have previous for losing your bank card. That's not something that. <laughs> Yeah, but it doesn't, I don't automatically then assume that I'm being haunted. And even if I was being haunted, I wouldn't care. I'd be like, is that the worst you could do as a ghost? Hide my bank card. Great, because I can't spend any money. Brilliant, because I'm poor anyway. What am I going to spend it on? Nothing. So you're not winning this one, poltergeist. No, the fit, so the reason is, I feel like even though I'd probably lose anyway, because I know what I'm like. I feel like with the physical, so with that being an alien or a burglar or a murderer, 
or a serial killer, you can still put an end to it. Like, I'm not likely to, but someone could. But someone could, whether that's with a machete or like a machine gun or something, you can end life, can't you? If they're physical, they're very easy to end. Like, I can't yeah. say that for late aliens for sure, because I don't know what they're going to come down with. You know, Bayonets, there's, there's options. Yeah, but- so the, the aliens in the film last night had literal bayonets. I was like, oh yeah, all this technology, and they're still using bayonets. They've gone back to World War One. Yeah, so whereas with the paranormal... No, that's alien noise, isn't it? And um, with the paranormal, I don't feel like it's something that I've got a particular grasp as to how to get rid of. Yeah, but you can ignore it. You can't ignore an alien stood in your bedroom with an anal probe ready to go. No, but you could have a go back. You can't with punch an anal probe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean that. I meant like with fists and stuff. Oh, no, it's even worse. Uh, I mean like punching. Um, <laughs> this was not what I'd anticipated this episode was going to sound like. But yeah, like you can't like, I don't know, swinging fists at thin air is not the same thing, is it? I guess. Yeah, but you say that when... You can't when, ignore a, like a spirit biting you, can you? When you thought or when we thought that someone was breaking into the house, you told me off for confronting them. No, I told you for opening the door to them. That's a bit different. Yeah, but they didn't get in, did they? Because I hurled abuse <laughs> them and then closed the door again. Yeah, but that's because they weren't actually trying to burgle the house. That's not the point. If they were, you've just taken one of the barriers away. That's why I told you off. Uh, that's not the point. I was so angry that I probably could have probably could have killed somebody. <laughs> maybe if an alien did break into the house with a balaclava and a crowbar, maybe I'd be so angry that I would be able to defend myself. Well, I've got a question to close with, though. Yeah, go on, what's your question? Okay, so, I know you don't like watching them, but is there a better general audience movie about aliens than Independence Day? So, I'm talking about general audience, so I'm not talking about Alien, because obviously that's... Alien is like... Pitched at a different market, really, isn't it? Because this is is the problem, because when we were looking for movies to review, obviously we wanted to review one about aliens, and there's very little out there that's what the kind of thing that ate that about alien invasions anymore it's all about if we were an alien or if we were living on an alien planet see i don't mind like independence day doesn't scare me i love the independence day. i think it's a great film and i think it is really well done independence day 2 mm, not so much but the first thing, the original independence day i thought was really good didn't scare me didn't like leave, leave me up at night signs however jesus christ well, signs is a good shout actually i that forgot about that film still terrifies me and i think it's the when you get to the point where you actually physically see the aliens it doesn't bother me but it's the build-up it's when the little girl goes into mel gibson and she's like there's a monster outside my room can i get a glass of water and then him and his brother get up and they're like there's an alien on the roof and they're like chasing it about because they think it's a person (gasps) can't cope with it that film terrified me i think it's a really good film and there's another one oh i can't remember what it's called it's like the fourth dimension or something where they think they're seeing owls outside the bedroom door outside the bedroom and then this therapist like gives them regressive therapy and realizes what's going on well that sounds really good i need to see that it's a brilliant film and i i actually had to turn it off because it was too much for me but it's based on a true story so the owls yeah so the owls they were seeing owls outside the bedroom windows that is a common thing that they refer back to in psychiatry in that when you say you've seen those little aliens with the big eyes they always say oh is it a spectral owl um because apparently that's what they look like this but that film is based on a true story so there was a village somewhere in North America where people were disappearing and people, there was like a huge quantity of people who were go, were undergoing psychiatry or psychotherapy because they were, had these alien experiences. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. I, yeah. Just, I think that's why I couldn't watch the film. It was just too much for me. Because there was a, there's another film which, um, which is also based on a true story, which is about a guy who was taken for like who disappeared for four days basically and he was out logging with three of his mates <gasps> yes yeah. 
and then he comes back and then like nobody believes him but he just shows up naked with alien experiences and that that was the three of the eyeballs one but that looked like quite a good film as well um there was a point to this yeah you were talking about what film would you recommend i'd recommend signs as a really freaky alien film and I'd recommend that other film, that name, whose name I can't remember, which is yeah. obviously incredibly useful. It's like the fourth dimension or so. Oh, I can't remember what it's called. You can always tweet it once you've remembered. Once I remembered, I'll tweet it. So signs, you know what you're saying about signs yeah. in that it's that anticipation. It's like that other one, the quiet place. That's really scary until you see the monsters, isn't it? It's the seeing of the monsters that destroys it a little bit. And I think it's because we are in our human brains. We can't comprehend what that will actually look like because we don't see them every day. Yeah, and that, and it's the, it's what your brain is far scarier than anything else that exists. I think what you conjure in your brain is far worse than anything that exists. Absolutely. Maybe that's why I hate aliens so much because in my brain, it's like far worse than it potentially could be. If you enjoyed today's episode, please review us on iTunes two reviews and eight ratings Woo. Woo. and i'd quite like to double that by the end of next week which double would, be really figures cool. would be nice that would be really nice to have double figures you can come and talk to us on snapchat we are real ghost pod on snapchat we are real ghost pod on twitter and we are real life ghost stories on instagram and if you want to email us you can email us at real life ghost stories podcast at gmail.com make sure you listen to Ohio podcast Make sure you listen to us and please tell your friends about us. Tell your friends, tell your enemies, tell everybody about us because we want people to listen to us chatting shit about aliens. Thanks. Thank you for listening. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Okay, I've started recording, but I need to get myself ready. Podcast, baby podcast. Okay, stop thinking about now.